All right. Well, I want to say hello, 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 and good evening, everyone. I hope you've had a great day with this unusual weather that we've been having from warm to cold. So I'm Mary Hesworth Fernandez. I'm your host of Leadership Legacies and Legends Unleash. This podcast is all about showcasing leaders who are making a difference in the world. And we're in the middle of of Women's History Month. And I want to really bring as many game changers and influencers to you as possible. And I was graced to meet a phenomenal woman, definitely by the name of Grace. So as we get ready to get started, uh, we'll be here just for a few minutes. We'll make sure you remember that you can find us on Wuhan by Mary, and we'll put all our extra details underneath so that we can use all our time to talk to this phenomenal expert that we have tonight. Our guest tonight is Grace June Kim. I saw her do a presentation, and I was so impressed with her expertise, her comfort, her communication, and because she's connected to the group of women that I was in the room with, she immediately had my trust but her details won my respect. So I want to introduce to you a financial expert. And Grace, I want you to just tell us a little bit about who you are and where did you come from? Because I was so happy to see you in that room that day. Welcome. Thank you, Mary. Well, firstly, it really is an honor to work with you on this uh, on this episode because I just feel just so kind of recognized and seen by you and and you spot me from, you know, uh, just many, many women you probably come across. And so to be called an expert by you is definitely a great honor. And I'm just so excited to contribute to the community that you are leading here uh, and just tell you a little bit about my story and sort of what led me to the point that I'm at right now. Uh, And so I come from pretty humble beginnings. You know, I actually am a native New Yorker. Uh, born in Manhattan and just sort of raised in a very urban uh, community that, uh, you know, we did not necessarily uh, thrive in, let's just say, you know, my parents uh, came from uh, South Korea uh, at a little bit of a later time in one's life, you could say with no English, no skill set per se that was marketable where they landed, let's say. And uh, we had a pretty, pretty challenging upbringing. You know, it was a little hard to navigate, uh, you know, our family financial dynamic, our overall relationship dynamic, and just kind of growing up kind of, uh, kind of on my own in a way, mm-hmm. you know, even though my parent figures were physically alive and present, you know, there's definitely something to be said about immigrant parents who don't just who who are not very embedded right in 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 the society that they're living Uh and therefore uh you know I had to really kind of fend for myself at a young age you know and so I think that was the sort of origin of my deep ambition Mm-hmm. that no one necessarily provided me, you know, I had to derive that from myself at a young point in life to say, I have to figure out how to live my life to the fullest, yeah. right. And to actually create a pathway where I can become fine, uh, economically successful, but also be very fulfilled in what I represent as an individual. And it was, it wouldn't be until years later 
how important it was for me as a woman, as a female to actually really own up to that. I had no clue back then Mm -hmm. that that would be such a significant sort of symbol, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, that it would turn out to be in my life. Wow. That is so impressive. The challenges you had to overcome and the fact that you basically own the responsibility early to find a way for yourself. A lot of us as women are constantly having to reinvent ourselves and be accepted for being capable and able to handle not just the typical expected ways of making and living, but a significant, impactful way of making a living. I'm extremely proud of you for your journey. You started with no English when you came to this country. Yeah, no, my parents did. I was born here, but my parents had limited everything, limited pockets, limited English, limited resources. And so, you know, growing up in that type of a household, you know, I had to be calm. I had to step up. I had to step up and pave the way really mm-hmm. for the entire family unit as especially the firstborn as well first and of only two actually uh-huh. but you know uh so I had to really be aware you know be very aware and conscious of what needed to get done not just for my own sake and satisfaction but for the sake of all the members of my family beautiful beautiful I love family I love the family unit working together And not all families are blessed to keep that unit working together, but we do paint a vision for others to follow and and just encourage others around us that if you don't have family, you can create family. But when you do have family, really look and work together with that family. I like the fact that you started uh, your current company um, with a passion for security and freedom. I like Mm -hmm. the way you say it, create money so that you would have, uh, it would lead to security and freedom. I say freedom yes. and stability. But what is the, money is a tool. A lot of people are not comfortable. Even looking at their bills, the stress of the situation, uh, no education behind how to even handle money. But now life has changed so much that we need to really understand how this tool works. What would mm-hmm. you say to people today especially after COVID and and people like uh, the families in Ukraine who find themselves lost with nothing, having to start over. What would you say to anyone in any one of those extreme situations and those in between? What can we do? Yeah, and and that is such a relevant question uh, for myself, particularly, Mary, because it just so happens that I've been specializing in the what we call the middle income market Uh for the last 12 years. Right. So we cater to the masses in terms of not necessarily those on either far ends of the spectrum. Right. But we're talking about everyone in between. I would argue that's at least 75 percent of the population in the society we live. So we don't have a criteria uh, of who gets our help, who deserves information. Mm-hmm. We really believe that people would do better if they knew better. If they have the right intentions, they, they, they believe in working hard for a living, which many people do. They're doing yes. it every day. Yes. You know, then 
I really have seen so many times that people are willing to implement the proper measures, right? They're willing to have a backup plan. They're willing to prepare even slowly, but surely Mm -hmm. to actually afford uh, different components of what we know as the American dream. But it's all about that knowledge and awareness of your various options. And I would even argue that people need reminder, constant reminder. It's not really a one sitting type of endeavor. Mm -hmm. It really is a lifelong task and lifelong journey of achieving financial security for yourself at any budget. But the other side of me truly believes that what we have noticed in the last two years, like this, this week made two weeks that I have been in the, uh, I guess, well, it's no longer called quarantine, right? But that was, that's like the, the, the way that we used to be maybe in the first year or so. Now it's kind of the work from home hybrid, you know, virtual type of uh, hybrid model, working model. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I have seen in the communities that I serve is people realize now that what we've been seeing for many years now, having a emergency fund, yes, having uh, different types of accounts to prepare for major life moments. It doesn't have to be all crisis related or emergency related, but different life moments. Many people have had babies in the last two years. Yes. In, in some case, very much kind of spontaneously, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, so now you have different needs to cater to. Are we prepared? Right. Do we actually anticipate the unanticipated, if that makes sense, you know, yes. kind of being prepared for the life unknowns. Yes. So though that that rings very true and relevant to more people today, I would say. And then the second thing that I see very often is just the simple fact that people have seen and felt the insecurity of their jobs, Mm -hmm. right? They have experienced all sorts. I mean, we learned the vocabulary furlough for possibly the first time, and at least for me, that was my first time hearing that term, you know, Mm -hmm. furloughed, right? And all sorts of different work arrangements that were not suitable in the least bit for so many people out there. So another major focal point for me, Mary, in my business and my overall, uh, just my daily focus is helping people understand how to create the ultimate backup plan that can become their plan A. So I truly believe in teaching people about entrepreneurship uh, through our business as an opportunity, you know, uh, if people keep their options open, we definitely have a great option for them uh, mm-hmm. to work on a flexible or part-time basis to explore the opportunity and then be able to have more channels, right? To have more options is never a bad thing. Absolutely. So that, that I would say, Mary, those are my two main uh sort of messages with everyone that I meet with. It's about managing money better with where you are, but also making money better in different ways that are even totally different than what you're used to. Right, right. Like in a box. A lot of us were brought up in a box with uh, a certain scenario of how you grow up, get a job, make money. However, you, you hit on several points that really stood out with me. 75% that middle. 
I know I found myself in that middle for many years, that middle uh, place where you're you're an up and coming professional, you have a nice middle class life. However, you're wanting to break through, but you don't have the money education to know how to quantum leap or break through. So working with women, which is one of my primaries, although I work with everyone on my podcast, but in my coaching business, I focus on Christian female women. So this is for all people. I wanted to provide them information on how to transform themselves from what they know to what skills they have to something else they totally don't know about, but those skills they already have can be used in a whole different environment than they were brought up. You also said insecurity in the jobs. When COVID hit, they had, I think, I think it was 2 million moms, women who left the job because a decision had to be made. Someone had to care for the children. Someone had to protect the family from the home base. And that tilted more to women. So knowing what to do now, they're looking for new options of how to make a life with what they have and entrepreneurship and the funds they just don't know how to grow them or what to do with them. And I'm pretty confident that a lot of people just don't know what to do. What would you mm-hmm. say to those people who left the job market? They have an okay life, but they're barely kind of like making it because they don't have that, like you said, the ultimate backup plan that should now become the plan A. Right, right. To that. Yeah, I, and I always, um, you know, it sounds a little bit like a harsh reality, but I really believe that some people just keep an attitude of wanting to explore different options at all times. At all times, they're always they're always looking to elevate yes. and level up in life overall. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also some folks who they have to sort of face a certain circumstance or situation for them to be awake, awakened to uh, the necessity of finding a different plan, right? A different, different pathway. Yes. And so I would love to encourage the, the women listening to this to not wait for per se, you know, a crisis or a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Or 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 just some sort of major uh, disappointment of some kind, right? Just be very open to you know. I once heard that opportunity really only knocks at your door maybe once or twice in your lifetime. A true one, a true opportunity. Yes, once or twice I heard. I don't know who said that first, but you know I did hear it several times in my life, and I realized. The one thing that I did 12 years ago that I didn't even know, see, opportunity sometimes doesn't look like anything particular at the way beginning. Mm-hmm. It comes in different uh, sort of packages. It, it looks, it, it can look very, maybe very seemingly like nothing. Yes. But at that time in October of, uh, October of 2009, what started out as a client appointment, I was actually seeking financial advice for myself. Yes. So lo and behold, I was very open-minded to meeting anyone, anyone who happened to specialize in that field. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, thankfully, Mm -hmm. I got a referral to somebody who, through my church, a very, very trusted, sort of like an older brother figure. 
who happened to have a friend, a good friend at that, who specialized in various areas in the financial field. Mm -hmm. And that night, ladies, that night, I made it my business to meet with the person. I called the person myself. And that very night, I decided to schedule the time to meet. I did not dilly dally. I did not procrastinate. I said, I want my information today. What better time than now? (laughs) You're speaking my language. Yes, I know. Action, decisive people. And I want to help them accelerate. So, you know, when I met you, I already knew in my mind, I wanted to follow up with you and connect with you because brilliance shines. And like you said, opportunity doesn't have to scream at me. I could see the wisdom in your skill and your passion, the details. I mean, you just had so much to share. And on this one little episode, I know we cannot get in all the details and the expertise of this phenomenal financial expert. So I already, ladies and gentlemen, plan to host a financial wisdom workshop. And this phenomenal young lady will be one of my featured guest speakers because what she shared and what I heard really impacted me. And I know I'm one of those people who never really stood still long enough to get financial education. I fought it in college because I was an electronic technician. I just want to do, build, and create things. But to have a financial expert jump into the midst of a lot of mess that a lot of people have found themselves in, Mm. they have another chance in that middle bracket. We have another chance to get it right because I think you made it clear you're never too old. But if you're young and you're wise and you act on the wisdom, you can make a huge difference so that when you're older, you will be so glad that you found out what you didn't know earlier. And being right. older, I still feel like from what you said, you inspired me and I want to expose you to as many of my clients as possible so they can accelerate their progress. And as we get ready to wrap up, I, I, I just have enjoyed this so much. And there's just so much wisdom that you guys have yet to hear from Miss Grace. What is one of your passions in life? Because I noticed over here that becoming a person of influence and a respectful, highly, um, uh, that you represent a highly respected profession. And now you are that woman, that woman of influence that others come to for guidance and leadership. So how, what is that passion? How would you wrap that up into your passion? I think sometimes there is not enough life to be able to, that we can all live to fit in all the experience that we can have on this earth. And I'm just so enthusiastic and so eager to experience so much of this world. Uh, For example, traveling and experiencing different cultures and uh, being able to just adopt different perspectives and philosophies. Yes, that's actually probably one of my passions, actually. And I think financial freedom allows me to afford more of those experiences, you know, and so that's definitely one of my passions, I would say. Well said. I totally can connect to that because being a person in the field, you know, the the, the, I hate to say this, you know, the, the Rob Peter pay Paul method. That was my young adult working 
woman habit. Uh-huh. <laughs> but <laughs> I was taught that so many are one paycheck away from disaster. Right. Because of not knowing what they don't know. Um, how would you like to be remembered? I would love to be remembered as someone who never gave, gave up on anything that she felt strongly about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, never showing defeat. Woo. Love you it. Ah. Yeah. Empowering women. This is a game changer, y'all. You have got to make sure you follow up with Miss Grace. Uh, as we close out this, one thing I want to make sure is, do you have any uh, special events or books or uh, tools or things that people can reach out to you or website or something that they can? Absolutely. To? In fact, I really believe that everyone should have at least one conversation with me just to share some nuggets. If there's even one thing that I can shed light on regarding the area of money management and also money making, I would love to be that person that just tells you that one thing that makes the biggest difference. And I have a very, very easy way of getting in touch with me, which is livemore.net slash Grace Kim. Okay. Livemore.net slash Grace Kim. It's just a, it's a very simple landing page that gives you a little bit, just a little reinforcement about what we sort of brought up today, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it has a a scheduling, scheduling tool right there, right on the landing page. And I keep my schedule very open. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am at a place right now in my life where I want to work seven days a week, you know, Mm -hmm. eventually that's not going to be the case forever. Right. But right now I keep my, my mind very open to all possibilities. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're from. Uh, we are meeting people from all 50 states at this point virtually. Yes. And uh, I would love, especially my fellow women. Oh, my goodness. I, that's my my special spot in life because that is something I truly, truly want to cater to. Wonderful. Wonderful. So conversations with Kim, we're going to put the link that you can reach out to, to um to, to grace and make sure that you get one of those conversations and be able to answer your questions. She will have, I will make sure I put all her links and contact information under this episode. So it has been a true pleasure to have you share grace so much of your wisdom. I'm totally impressed with you. And like you said, opportunity does or not, but once or twice in your life, whoever said it, they are so right. And as you live long enough, you began to see wisdom and solid gold as you shined in that room when I was in there. I mean, I made my decision like you did, um, that I want to work with this lady. I want to know more of what she does because her heart is in it. So everybody, this has been Mary Haswell Fernandez, your host of Leadership Legacies and Legends. I am just thrilled to have had this opportunity to share um, Grace, um, June, Kim June, Grace June Kim. I know I got three first names. I am so sorry. It's okay because I called her by her last name before her first name. So my dad had two last names. People used to think he had two. You got three first names. Ah, Funny. Yeah. (laughs) But it has been a pleasure. Make sure you um, look for us on WOHI by Mary and you'll be able to find us on your favorite listening sites. We usually show up right around on Thursdays in the morning, uh, Eastern Standard Time, between our 8 o'clock hour. It has been a pleasure being with each of you. I pray that 
if there was one closing thing you could say, uh, Grace, to all the guests before we go, just one more word of wisdom. Is there a closing statement you want to give everybody? Invest in yourself. It's the best investment you could make. Outstanding. Invest in yourself. I believe in that too. Can't y'all see? I know a winner when I see one. I tell you, you will have a treat if you make time to reach out to our beautiful uh, financial expert. Have a great day. You um, are on different parts of the world, different parts of the planet. So if you're going to bed, make sure you make a note to check out this episode and get those links and contacts of how to reach out for your conversation with Kim. God bless and have a great night. We're going to be signing off. This is your host, Mary Haswood Fernandez and my beautiful guest, Grace.